Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello, prayer watchers, PWs. What is up with everybody? I am your humble host, Delta, back one more again for another exciting, awesome, prayer-filled midnight prayer watch. This midnight prayer watch is really about understanding, prayer point, understanding, do you know who the enemy is? And do you know how to recognize a counterfeit? Because it's so many counterfeits that are out here. What is going on? This prayer point, y'all, it was like, whoa, we really going to talk about this tonight, Holy Spirit? And uh, this one actually has been on my heart for a while now. I think one of the areas that we struggle in the most is recognizing what spirit are we dealing with? Hello, somebody. I'm, I am with you on that because I constantly have to be like, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know about you. Or, or, or uh, should I be taking notes from this message? Because I don't know about you. Or anybody that's out here that has, has um, been baptized in the Holy Spirit and you, you can feel that, that tension in in the spiritual and supernatural realm be like wait i don't know where this is originating from but there's something going on here so wonder what's happening here as a counterfeit so we could take our eyes off of what's really happening over there i'm gonna just leave that there again (laughs) i wonder what is happening here as a counterfeit because everybody is going to go over here and chase the rabbit everybody is going to go over there and oh that's shiny that's new oh my goodness that looked like it's crazy over there let's see what's going over there while other things are happening on the other side so what was the counterfeit and i i don't have the answers i just want y'all to understand okay i am not here to provide you with the answers this is a forum for me to say the source, oh, Holy Spirit, the one true source of truth. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. That one true source is what we all need to be connected to during this season, okay? We've been feeling it in the spirit. There is something brewing, yes. But what are your eyes on? Do you really know with a discerning eye what you are listening to what are you watching what are you allowing to be surrounding you that's the counterfeit the counterfeit the antichrist spirit the deceiver the first deceiver there ever was who is the one true enemy is the devil himself and all of these things that have been happening are a grand master plan that he has to kill steal and destroy now it all looks different right but it's pretty much under the same pretense of i'm going to take what the lord has said would be a good thing such as um you know being able to have freedom of speech and being able to provide your opinion underneath peaceable 
and pacifist rights. And we're just going to pervert that and make that freedom of speech uh, apparently a weapon. And I weaponize that freedom of speech so that others can feel like, oh, well, they didn't say what they should have said. So maybe what they meant to say, what, and then we just go and start speculating. So I just, I just want y'all to understand we're here for prayer, okay? That is all we can do is stand in agreement in the spirit. It's a spiritual battle, y'all. This is not a physical battle. People are so shook right now. And people are wondering about their physical, their physical being, their physical health. And what you really need to be worried about, okay? All right, I'm going to just give it to y'all raw and straight. What you really need to be worried about right now is your eternal life. Your eternal life, because this is just a vapor. This time on the earth is going to be fleeting. It's not even going to feel like, oh, wait, that, like I'm going to remember this time. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot I was alive on the earth, you know, thousands of years ago, whatever that whatever that time frame is. And this time right here, although we're in it right now and it feels like, oh, it's now. And oh, my goodness. You know, I just hate that I had that breakup. Or, oh, my gosh. You know, I shouldn't have gambled that money on the lottery, which everybody and their mama is putting in a ticket for them. I don't even want to go off track on that tonight, y'all. But I'm saying everybody's so worried about today and what you really need to be focused on because today in the physical is what the enemy wants you to be worried about your physical and, and not know that you have a God that said he will protect you, that he will preserve you, that he puts you into his refuge and his shelter. What did we just listen to when we first started the, the, the midnight prayer watch? He puts you in that shelter. But you need to be concerned if you don't know that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know where you are going when this body is no longer active. When this body reaches its expiration date, where are you going? That's that's what we we really need to be focused on, everybody. Be focused on the thing that the world is not trying to shove down your throat in the TV. Okay, I just I just felt like you know I'm just I'm just getting on edge because there's so many people that are just falling down and and are being deceived, and that's why the counterfeit thing is is the Holy Spirit is like. People are being deceived every single day. And y'all, we just need to just like, I don't even want to use the word wake up, but I just want you to understand like, stay up, stay awake. Can we stay awake for a little bit? So that way your clear discerning eye can see what the Lord, the Holy Spirit inside of you was saying, don't look here. You're not supposed to be over here. You're supposed to be over there. Like you're over here chasing down a rabbit like in the matrix, and you're not supposed to be doing that, okay? You're supposed to be out here in Zion. What is going on? So it looks like we have one person coming on live. Let's give them a second to get situated. Lex, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Hi, Lex. How are you this wonderful Tuesday morning in the States? I'm good. I'm in California, so it's still Monday here. Okay, all right. We know it'll be midnight soon over there. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Lex. And um, West Coast is the best coast, is what I hear. <laughs> yeah. 
So what is your prayer request? Uh, there's so many, but the big one is for my state. There's just so much brokenness in our state and a lot of fear. I work in the healthcare field and there's a lot of fear, fear kind of being run around the virus and it's hard. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. And I know that you guys are kind of just coming off the heels of the, the fires and yeah. and things that, that left, you know, not just the fires themselves, but the consequences of the fires as well that you're still dealing with too. So I can definitely understand just your state needing some covering, more covering. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> awesome. Well, if you'll allow me to, I definitely am so humbled that um, you would trust us with your prayer because I'd love to stand in agreement with you on that. Okay, thank you. Yes, absolutely. Well, Father God, we just thank you so much for Lex. Oh, God, we are so just humbled and honored that we can enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. And Father, we know, Lord, that you know everything that's happening in the United States and everything that's happening in California, Father. Lord, when it comes to the, um, the environment, when it comes to health care, when it comes to everyone's, um, everyone's take on the pandemic, God, we know that you are the omnipotent and omniscient one, Father. And Father, we just thank you, Lord, that you have preserved Lex, Father, even through all of that that happened in California. You're continuing to protect her even now, Lord. We thank you for her heart to extend not just to her own prayer requests that she has, but to just ask for help in her state and covering all of her fellow stateside um, brothers and sisters, Lord. We thank you, Father, that she has a heart already to help your children, Lord. Father, we ask that you would just touch her, allow her, God, to be a vessel of your light, Father, because we know that it's where two or three are gathered in your name. There you shall be in the midst of them, Father. We know that in the state of California, things are up in a dizzy, in a tizzy, and that there are things that we don't even understand, God, that you have already set into motion, Lord. So, Father, right now, we just ask for you to help us lead with a discerning eye, Father. Lord, the whole world is reeling back from what's taking place with COVID-19, the pandemic. And we know, God, that the healthcare system seems to be um, the next worldly salvation, Father. But you said that you, Jehovah Rapha, are the only ultimate healer and that there is no vaccine, there is no drug, there is no medicine, Pill, refill, Father God, that could take the place of your healing touch, Lord. We thank you, God, that you said in your word that by your stripes we have been healed and made whole. And Jesus, you have already come on the cross, dying for our sins, bore those stripes so that we could live a life that wasn't just an opportunity to be with you in eternity, but that we could live a life in the land of the living that would be full of your goodness, Lord. You've already promised us that you want to prosper us and give us a future and a hope, Father. And so, Lord, we bind that spirit of infirmity right now that's over the state of California, Father. We bind that spirit of affliction right now, Father God, that is creating oppression for your children in the state of California. Father, we bind and break off of Lex and all of her healthcare workers, Father God, that spirit of, 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 of insomnia, Father God. Oh, Baba de El Condoroso, that spirit of insomnia, Father, where 
where there are situations that are staying on their minds, Father, that they have had to see, Lord, during this season, where there are people that they have not been able to help, Father, where there's that spirit of depression, Father God, that is that is touching those healthcare workers, Father, that went into the field to be helpful, to be able to be an asset, Lord, in your kingdom and to let their light shine and your light shine through them, Father God. So, Lord, we bind that spirit of depression, that spirit of affliction right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, and we loose your healing power right now, Jehovah Rapha. We loose your healing power and your touch right now to touch all of the healthcare workers, Father God, in the state of California, even outside of the state of California. Father, everyone in healthcare right now is strained, is stressed, Father God, because they don't know when the cases will end, Father God. They don't know when the number of beds will cease to be in, in, in a depletion, Father God. They don't know when the patients that are coming in that are ill or sick, Father God, would even affect them, Lord. And so, Father, that spirit of anxiety and that spirit of fear right now is running rampant in the healthcare system. So, Lord, we just ask right now that you would just touch their minds, Father God, that you would create a, a new a neural pathway inside their minds because you already said, Lord, that we have minds like Christ and we declare and decree that Lex and her co-workers are, are, are receiving that mind like Christ, Father God, to be able to look at the situations with your eyes, Father God, to be able to look at themselves and see themselves with your eyes, Father, because you are the one that said you would complete the work that you finished in, inside of them, Lord, and that you see them Aside from what they knew them, themselves to be, you see them past what they see in any of their weaknesses, Father. In their, in their weaknesses, you are made strong, Father. We thank you, Lord, right now, God, that even what you said in your word in 1 Timothy 4, 7, that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but that you have given us a spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And so we exercise that sound mind right now, Father, to touch Lex and all of her colleagues in the healthcare industry, Lord, that you will restore their minds from any anxiety, any fear, any doubt, Father God, and that you would help them, Lord, to just be completely submitted to you, that you would touch their hearts, Father, that you would tug at their hearts right now and help them, Father, to rely on you, Father, because it's through your strength that they are able to do all things, Father. We thank you, Lord. According to the power that works inside of them, you are able to do all exceedingly and abundantly above all that they could ask or think. We love you, Lord. We thank you so much, Father, for this opportunity to stand in agreement with Lex. And Father, we know that in advance, we praise you for what you are getting ready to do, what you are setting into motion right now, Father, in the state of California in the healthcare system, what you are sending into motion, Father God, in Lex and inside of her own heart, Father. We thank you, Father. We love you, and we praise your holy, precious name, Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you. All right, everyone. Yes, we are breaking down gates. All right. We are breaking through those walls. We are inviting Holy Spirit in. Can y'all feel it? I'm just saying. Am I the only one? Can y'all feel it right now? It's about us coming into agreement, everyone. It's so important for us to know that 
the Lord wants to work in our lives. But if we don't believe it, if we don't partner with him and what he's already placed inside of us, then we are not going to feel, we're not going to experience the fullness and the joy that he's already said is our lot in life. So it's all about us. It's about that mind, guys. It really is. I mean, think about what he said in his word that he gave us power, love, and sound mind to cancel all fear, all doubt, all of these things that the enemy wants us to hold on to and is trying to set us back from. That's that counterfeit we've been talking about, y'all. So we have to stand in the authority that he's already given us. It's nothing new. It's nothing you got to go to the grocery store for. It's nothing you got to sign up on Amazon for. It's not a subscription. Okay, it's not a scripture. <laughs> it's not a scripture, y'all. It is already inside of you. So you just got to receive it, everyone. You just got to receive it. So it's really just not for everybody. <laughs> it's, it's what he said in his word. It's, it's not for everybody, but we want everybody to hear it and have an opportunity to catch it. And I want you to just know that the harshness of, of the realness of what this is, is just to create conviction. Like Holy Spirit just wants to convict you. Like if, if it's just that you get tight at me and like, hey, how come she keeps telling me this not for me? Oh, I'm gonna show her it's for me. Listen, whatever way you need to catch it, catch it. That's all we out here for is to make sure that you know, that you know, that you know where are you going? Who are you serving here? And how do you get there? By making sure that we just continue to flow with each other. We continue to petition for each other. We continue to be woven together in unity because we were not created to be alone. We talked about that last week. So I want to just go into the prayer point because I know we've been interceding and we've been having lots of intercessory prayer um, that has just been ooh, touching hearts. It's been um, renewing minds, refreshing, refreshing spirits right now. When we talk about what a counterfeit is, let's just go back to a very rudimentary definition. Counterfeit equals fake. So that's that's the equals. Counterfeit, the antonym equals authentic. So one of the areas that Holy Spirit has said for this particular prayer point that he wanted us to really dig in and touch on is that his children, us, are not able to really recognize a counterfeit. How many out here has bought something that was fake? I am one of them <laughs> more than once. How many out here has been on the side of the street? I thought I got a Louis Vuitton and I got a Louis Vuitton. Okay. How many out here thought that they was getting a coach and you got a mooch? Uh, how many out here thought that you was getting a nice, um, what's a nice watch that's out here for men? The nice Roly, and you got a poly. <laughs> now, some of us, have been out here that are looking for the police. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody talking about. It. Ain't no shade that way. I understand. Look just like the real thing, but you know it's a counterfeit. That's the difference. When you 
are in the the mindset of of discernment right and you're trying to discern whether or not this is real or whether this is fake counterfeit then what happens when you go after something thinking that it's the real thing is that your expectations of that real thing will fall short because it's not the real thing so when i'm talking about real thing counterfeits fakes authentics i'm talking about the lord holy spirit let me just break it down for y'all okay so i just want to go back to rudimentary let's bring it to what the lord is saying so specifically let me give y'all some scriptures because you already know we got to wash ourselves in the word in first john 4 1 john's talking about us friends beloveds do not believe every spirit but test the spirits whether they are of god because many false prophets have gone out into the world so false prophets and we're talking about deceivers so when you think about what a false prophet is let me just uh let me make it plain it's someone that says they're operating out of the holy spirit that says they're operating in agreement with god but they're not and they're operating either out of their flesh or they're operating out of the anti the antichrist which is the next scripture that john talks about in second john first um second john 1 7 for many deceivers have gone out into the world so he's referencing what he said in first john who do not confess Jesus as coming in the flesh. This is the deceiver and an antichrist. So here's, here's where I, I think there has been some struggles is that just because someone says they're a pastor doesn't mean that they're operating out of what John says as someone that confesses Jesus Christ is coming in the flesh. Okay, just because someone says let me let me even make it more clear that Jesus Christ is my savior. Oh, am I touching somebody? Just because someone says that, what happens when they say it? Because that I, I say a lot of things. I say, you know, I um I I feel like I can be um a, a famous singer one day. But do I believe that in my heart? I don't. Do you think that somebody can't come out here and do the same thing? I just, oh my goodness. If, if there was something, this is why the Lord is saying we got to be discerning the spirits. We got to receive that gift. That's a gift of the Holy Spirit, discerning the spirits. Because if there was something, if there was a sign, if there was a label, if I could just be like, oh, you said you believe in Jesus Christ? Okay, turn around. Let me see if you got that barcode on the back of your neck. I just want something like it's not easy. So, I mean, how many times do we see this? And even Jesus warns about this in Matthew when he's talking to the disciples, when he's on the Mount of Olives. And he talks about in in conjunction with him talking about this um, tribulation is getting ready to come and that we need to be mindful of what's going on. And who is coming in and, and confessing that they may be God. I think I've, we've heard that in, in several different symbolis, symbolistic ways of someone coming and confessing that or professing that they are Christ when they're not. 
So then Jesus even says to his disciples in Matthew 24, 11, then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. So let's go back to what we've been talking about in the previous watches. That when we're talking about quantifiable count of people, when it says many will be deceived, what did I tell y'all about that, that path? There's going to be a broad and wide path that leads to destruction and many will be on that path. This is the many that he's talking about. And I want to be on the narrow and straight path that a lot of people aren't going to find. And what happens? How do you get to that? A lot of people is that you got to understand you can't be like the world. Okay, let me say it again. If you got everybody saying, oh, this is where it's at. This person is talking good or this is what we got to do. And that, that, that. If that is many, I urge you, I humbly urge you to test that spirit. Okay, what did we just learn in uh, in First John 4, 1? Test the spirits, whether they are of God. Okay, I'm not, I'm not the tester. I'm not it. And I said before, I am not the source. I think this is something that we have to, we're going to have to do a little bit more work in. And I've been, I've been praying about this. I've been talking to my team about this. We may put a corporate prayer, a corporate fast together for midnight prayer watches, because I want y'all to really understand it's not me. It's Holy Spirit. It's God himself that is touching your heart. It's God himself that is pricking your heart, that's convicting you, that's making you feel uncomfortable when I'm talking to you about being deceived by false prophets. It's not me. I don't got the answers. I don't got the answers way. It's God. Okay. So many false prophets, speaking of false prophets, (laughs) it's many false prophets that are going to rise up and deceive many. If people are not, are saying that they need you to, to follow them and, and it's about their doctrine. If they start handing you out a pamphlet that says, you know, do what thou wilt, and they start sending you material that you need to subscribe to their um, their book. And, oh, you know, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a, an addendum to the Bible. Oh, if I don't tell y'all to run, 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 because that is nothing but a false prophet. But I want y'all to understand that there are the counterfeits, the deceivers, that we have to not just take their word for it because they got clout. Okay, I'm calling it out because they got millions of followers because everybody and their mama said that, you know, this talk show is going to give you some wisdom. Okay, or this author you need to read this book out here because this book is going to help you get a man. Oh, I done hit somebody just now. This book is going to get you a man. So you're going to need to read this book because this is sound doctrine. Oh my goodness. If I am not getting anything through to y'all, one thing that I hope that you get from this, glean from this watch is that it's not about what someone tells you to trust. It's about you asking the Holy Spirit to help discern that spirit that's in that thing, in that person, in that message, in that book, in that doctrine, whatever the intent is, because it's not like I I was saying this the other day, which this is just completely witchcraft, but it's not like vampires that are 
are allergic to onions or whatever that thing is, right? That, oh, you can't put an onion or garlic or whatever under their nose and they don't like it. It's not like that. Somebody can straight up say, I love Jesus. And in their heart, they could be like, I don't. I'm worshiping the devil. What do you do with that person? How can you identify that person? You can't have your own flesh. That's why you got to test the spirits. And the counterfeits are everywhere. Everywhere. That's why I'm saying, like, are you... Are you being romanced by what you're thinking is real? And you're not even stopping to remember, I got to test this spirit. Like that's a lot of that is pride. A lot of that is saying, oh, I know what it is. I don't need to ask the Lord. I got this. Or or it may not even come from a prideful place. It could come from a place of self-importance where you're thinking that, I don't even want to bother God with this. I got this. You know, I, I, I've i been reading my Bible. I've been doing my daily devotions. I've been going to church. You know, I've been taking notes during the sermons. Lord, you see me this year. I got it. I'm on fire. No, we have to continue to trust. And that's why he said, trust in me with your whole heart. Lean not on your own understanding. We need him always. Always is never a moment where he's like, okay, for this this particular situation or scenario, uh, if this, then what formula? No, it's not. It's not an Excel formula. It's always we need him, and that's where he comes back, and he's like, I got you, I got you, because you lean on me, and that's all he wants. Like think about it like this: if you are a father, if you are a mother, and your child is in pain. Your child is asking you questions. Are you just going to leave them out there and be like, mm, go figure it out for yourself? I'm talking about a child, y'all, not like, you know, grown adults that are still asking their parents questions. You can read it up in the dictionary or whatever. I'm saying a child that's helpless, that doesn't have what it takes, doesn't have what they need yet, hasn't learned how to use it yet. It's like he's our father. He wants us to ask him for help. I've had, I had a father like that. He was like, uh-uh, first of all, you under my roof. So you are not getting anything of your own volition. I will supply your every need. And I was like, oh, excuse me. I'm just trying to be an adult, okay? While I was all of 11 years old. But this is what I'm saying. This is how I liken it to is that father that wants us to depend on him. And this is that part of that dependence is putting to death our flesh and thinking that we know that just because this pastor, because I'm going to call it out, I, I know y'all heard about Hillsong Pastor, just because of a pastor, just because of a worship leader, just because of a well-known public figure, or even someone that is, um, um, a, I don't know, Grammy award-winning recording artist. I don't know, whatever your idol might be. Just think about whether or not they are a counterfeit. Do you really know their heart? That, I mean, I, I can't tell you about anybody's heart, but my heart. So if I'm thinking about testing the spirit, I'm gonna need to know that the Holy Spirit has cleared you. Some of us need to put together a clear list. I've done that. I would recommend asking Holy Spirit to partner with you. Write down people that you're like, I don't really know. I don't know, but Holy Spirit, 
I'm asking for you to come down and just, you know, help me uh, identify if this person is cleared. It's a clear list. Uh, can you clear? Can you confirm? Is this person operating with your spirit and not the anti-spirit? Because a counterfeit is not, it's not, it's not so clear because it's meant to deceive you. It's meant to trick you. It's meant to make you stumble because it's like they're crafty. The craftiness of the devil has always been the case, even when the garden Eden and he deceived Eve, like, come on now. Um, why, Why would we think that we wouldn't be deceived either? So we have to, we have to rely on Holy Spirit that came for us to counsel and guide us lead us and direct us not to destruction all right i want y'all to just continue to ask the lord to reveal those counterfeits to you reveal them to you they call them wolves in sheep's clothing those false prophets that are trying to distract you that are trying to get you to turn away from the way that the lord has already set into motion for you those counterfeits have to go now in the name of jesus all right So you already know what time it is. We don't ever stop um, doing this. We know how important this is. So if anybody that has been watching with me, it's just like Jesus is tugging at me right now. The Lord has never done it. I mean, he's showing up right now. Like, I I don't even know what to do. You might be on your knees right now. You might be um, crying out to God right now. And I'm just telling you, it's not even hard to ask him into your life, to have him as your Lord and Savior, and to be able to receive this protection, receive this lot in life, this purpose that he has already preordained and predestined for you to come into agreement with. All you have to do is accept him into your heart. And so this is a version. There's so many versions of salvation prayers that are out here, but it's really about what's happening in your heart right now. So if you're ready to receive him into your heart and life, Pray this prayer with me. God, I come to you asking for forgiveness. First and foremost, I confess that I am a sinner in need of a savior. I believe that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross, paying the penalty for my sins. And he was raised from the grave and is alive right now. I confess you as Lord over my life. Jesus, come into my heart and save me now. In your name, I pray. Amen. So we are so excited for you. If you just prayed that prayer, you, your name is being written into the Lamb's book and the angels are going crazy in heaven. Okay. They having a heavenly party right now and they had to stop what they were doing and, and, and start rejoicing because It's all about one. It only takes one is what the Bible says for all of heaven, not a segment, all of heaven to be rejoiced. And that's how important you are. And even if you prayed that prayer before, but you just wanted to rededicate your life to the Lord, it's okay to, I say this all the time, y'all, because I need, I need be some Lord in my life. I need the Lord. I need Jesus because it, it ain't no way I done tried it my way. It don't work. That's why I'm here today, because I'm completely sold out to what God is saying I need to do. So I ask him all the time back into my heart, Lord, because my heart is inherently wicked and I'm going to put down that flesh all the time. So even if you wanted to rededicate your life, 
to Christ, you can do that again through this prayer. And I'm just so excited for what he's getting ready to do in your new beginnings. He said, behold, all things have passed away and all things are made new. So if there's anything that you want to share with us, if you want to continue to send your prayer requests, you can do that by staying connected to us on Facebook, um, on YouTube. Uh, we are live on YouTube as well. And also, if you just wanted to send me a DM or even send me an email, midnightprayerwatch at gmail.com as well. I wanted to say that prayer requests and praise reports are welcome. So if there's anything that you want to share, because we know that there is a, a ton of things that we want, but the Lord says, praise him in advance of those things, praise him, and he will continue to open up the windows of heaven. So we definitely want you to feel comfortable to also just share your testimonies. So feel free. That channel is open all the time. Also, stay connected to us. We are really pressing in this season. I don't know if y'all feeling it, but there is something coming up and we need the Lord like nobody's been. That's why I was praying that song earlier about the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He restores my soul. You know, that that really is is really what I'm feeling is like there's so much room to be afraid. There's so much reason to feel like we need to fear. But the Lord said, he is our light and our salvation. In whom shall we fear? He is the strength of our life. Of whom shall we be afraid? Okay, so I want you all to catch that and just understand that we are standing in agreement with you at Midnight Prayer Watch. We are definitely praying about just putting together even a corporate fast a corporate prayer and fasting time for all of us to just do it together. You know, there is power in unity. And we talk about where two or three are gathered in his name. There he is in the midst of us. And I just want y'all to say, stay up, stay alert and stay in that word, y'all. 